Hello and welcome to A Lot On Air. During the next 10 minutes or so, we'll be meeting with industry experts to discuss the hottest trends in telecom, cybersecurity, and network intelligence. Hello and welcome to the Telco CyberTalk Studio. Joining us today in the studio is Stephen Saw, analyst at Coleman Parks Research, and myself, Avi Hine, product marketing manager at A Lot. Thanks for joining, Stephen. Today, we're going to discuss the latest survey that Coleman Parks conducted focusing on the needs of small businesses and small business security. So, Stephen, can you tell me more about the security? What was the rationale of it? And how did it differ from previous surveys we've done in the past? Sure. Um, Thanks for having me. Um, So, yeah, just a bit about the study. So we surveyed a thousand small, I'd even call them micro businesses with up to 50 employees across North America, Europe and Asia Pacific. Um, And the idea was just to get a snapshot of the state of security among small businesses. So what's unique about this particular survey? So the the focus is micro businesses. Um, 50% were under five employees, an additional 20% between five to 10 employees. So 70% were of the sample was under 10 employees. So it's a real focus on micro. Um, so that's really the difference between this and that uh, and previous years. Um, at last year, to last time we did up to 200 employees. So a real focus on micro. And what we mean by that are, um, you know, sole proprietorships um, or small businesses. So solo and small professional services firms, such as accountants, attorneys and consultants, mum and pop retail stores, real estate agencies, money changer, pre-seed and high-seed tech startups, and small medical offices. So these are all very small uh, companies, a bit like ourselves at Common Parks. That's great. I think this is this is definitely very insightful, especially for those small businesses that often we don't get their perspective. I can tell you that by putting when I was putting the report together, there were a couple of things that surprised me and really stood out. Um, one is businesses know that they're at risk. Almost three quarters of SMBs see cybersecurity for business devices as very important. Two thirds, about 68%, also agree that cyber attacks are going to become more common. And despite that, I was really surprised by how many businesses have an assortment of security technologies, but have gaping holes in the security, including in basic areas such as endpoint security. On one hand, 65% of businesses think that they're going to fall victim to cyber attacks. 64% use some kind of hardware or software firewall. Now, I don't know what this means for the 36% that don't or the, the, the amount that don't think that they're going to fall victim, but firewalls, as important as they are, and just to be clear, before a lot, I worked at one of the early pioneers in firewalls. I've worked in firewall companies. Firewalls are good. Firewalls are an important part of a security posture, but ultimately, they don't protect against malware infections or phishing attacks. They don't protect against a lot of other devices. So what about endpoint devices? Besides the fact that every small business has at least one IoT device, such as connected security cameras, digital assistants, even cash registers that might be internet connected, and 40% have four or more, most of those aren't protected by endpoint devices. You can't just install an endpoint on your ring or on your Alexa or on your camera. Even those businesses that have endpoint security installed don't even have it on all of their computers or mobile phones. For those who have their mobile phones, only 40% of respondents claim to have all of their mobile device protected. And I'm not entirely sure what 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 about BYOD? What about employees bringing in smartphones? What about employees wearing you know smartwatches that it's the personal device of the employee, but it's connecting to the business network? And more than a third of businesses have unprotected personal computers. So even that endpoint that you have on your computer, there's a lot of computers you have that it's not installed and you're not protected. 
And this is really concerning because many CSPs sell endpoint devices to check the box that they're selling security. And I think that these results show that they do a great disservice to their subscribers and mislead them, obviously not intentionally, but, but they mislead them into thinking that they're safe. Mm. So, Stephen, I'm going to ask you the same question. What surprised you when gathering the data? Yeah, yeah. I mean, first, just to sort of back that those points up, I completely agree with your with your outtake there. It's it's clear from the survey results that many small businesses they think they're protected, and they're specific, spending a significant amount of time on security tools. So there's and there are clearly significant holes in their security posture as well. Um, so in the survey findings, we found that the biggest cyber related threats are coming in via their laptops and mobile devices that are connected remotely to corporate assets. So the working from home conundrum. Then you have the cybersecurity management within SMBs that typically falls to the business owner about 65% of the time. And then to the employee who's not focused on security. So, you know, and the business owner has to spend time running the business and they they need to make sure that they are protected. They just can't focus on it all the time. And then 63% of SMBs, they have a solution in place to, to block um, access via inappropriate content or block access to inappropriate content, should I say, and only 46% block actual cyber threats. So what I'm seeing is there's this high level of vulnerability in SMBs um, and their pro in their approach to cybersecurity. Um, and only 17% of those we surveys in, surveyed employ the services of a cybersecurity expert. So it's clear they're looking for support um, and need uh, the appropriate cybersecurity protection. Wow, Stephen, I think that's really concerning to me. I mean, one, you see that how many businesses aren't protecting against cyber threats and also the business owner, you know, you're a pizza shop owner, you're a doctor, you're a, you're a lawyer, you're the expert in your field, but you're not a security expert. Mm -hmm. um, so given that, what do small businesses see as the role for the CSP in providing security and in keeping them safe? Yeah, I mean, there's some, there are some really real killer stats in the survey that um, sort of proves that SM, well, small businesses are looking to CSP for this, for security protection. Um, just to cite a few, 73% want security to be a, a core offering from their internet or, or CSP data provider. 69% believe it's the it's their responsibility as well to provide security secure traffic. Um, and another opportunity if, if CSPs can provide that level of protection is 77% would be willing to switch providers if they knew they were getting the right level of security protection. Um, and I and I and I, you put it perfectly earlier. You know, I, we just need to remember that these are business owners. You know, in their own field, um, they're not IT security experts. Um, they're the expert. They're the experts in accounting, law, real estate, the human anatomy. You know, they're not experts in IT security, which is why they look for CSPs uh, for protection and why that's a big, a significant opportunity for CSPs in general. Wow. So I think, you know, we started to touch on it, but what are some of the barriers that small businesses face and how can CSPs help close that gap? Yeah. I mean, it, it's quite interesting because I get, I looking at the server results, there's many barriers we can unpack in the report. Um, things around not getting the right level of protection, the cost of technology and services. There are too many products to secure, um, but 40% don't actually know what they need. Um, and, you know, in just from talking to, to these people, like I'll take an example. Uh, I spoke to a surgeon. Now, he's, a, he's a, an expert in the human anatomy, not IT security. 
um, and he was a victim of a cyber attack. He received a malicious email with a link telling him he was under attack. He clicks on the link, goes through to a microsite. I won't, it was a very convincing microsite, but I won't name drop which brand it was, um, where he is told to dial a number. He calls the number. He's speaking to what he thought was an IT expert. And meanwhile, they're charging a premium rate for this phone call and accessing all of his files. And it was only until um, his daughters came home, so he was working from home at the time. They they saw what was happening, told him to disconnect everything from the computer, uh, from the internet, sorry. And they got in touch with a local IT expert. So, and that and and the, the expert fixed all the problems and so forth. And fortunate enough for him, it wasn't he didn't get too much damage. He got a very uh, steep phone bill, that's for sure. But you know, after that, he went and just bought up as many security packages as he he could find. Um, he just wanted protection, 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 and um, and now his monthly bill is is you know it's huge. Um, and all he really needs is protection at the front door, just before you know before he can even get into his system. So I think it's just important to remember that business owners like the surgeon, they need support from a CSP, uh, an I, an expert in IT security. Well, wow. so I think first of all, I think that's really interesting. One is, you know, there's a lot of a lot of concern about secure apps, but mm. it's great that you use secure apps. It's important to use secure apps. Cloud providers provide secure apps, but you know, when you click on a phishing link in your email, mm. your email was secure, but the the phishing link, you know, is directing you somewhere that's not. So, and and also, you know, this is the story you're telling is surgeon with a small medical office. He's <laughs> educated, but, you know, he's not a security expert. So even doctors, even medical professionals can fall victims. Um, mm -hmm. You know, even, you know, really well-educated, really smart people, they fall victims because they're an expert in their field, but they're not security experts. How does how do you think this breaks down by industry? I'm assuming a mom and pop shop has different needs and possibly also different awareness than a financial planner who might have customers' investment accounts on on their computer or an IT consultant who this is what he does for a living and, and therefore is maybe more aware. Yeah, I mean it, it's clear in the survey findings that um, there is a great awareness of the types of threats there are, um, especially in tech-focused sectors, um, but then less so in healthcare sectors where you know, maybe they they're not as 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 IT savvy, um, and in fact, you know, there is this common perception in in um, healthcare sectors that um, they're less likely to agree that cyber attacks are common for small businesses than a, a, a tech focused sector. So there's a general perception that the smaller that you are, the more less vulnerable you should be. Um, but but what what we're seeing as well that is that there is a rise in ransomware attacks um, on healthcare organisations around ninety four percent increase from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. So size is doesn't matter. It doesn't mean if you're a larger company, you're more you're gonna you're gonna be more vulnerable to a smaller company. It's 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 not size specific. So um, and then you look at professional services, healthcare, legal SMBs as well. Um, they have the least level of trust in their current solutions um, because, purely because they probably don't know much about it or they've been a victim themselves. But when you compare that to high tech and manufacturing sectors, they're twice more likely to uh, trust their current solution. So, um, but having said that, high tech firms lose more hours um, uh, uh, a month to dealing with cyber matters than say a retail firm because they're just more savvy of it. They can, they spot the email, they spot the malicious content. They then talk to, you know, they then get that resolved. Whereas a retail firm or healthcare, you know, they're busy, they probably see an email and they don't know 
any difference, they might click on it and become a victim. Yeah, so I mean, I think one, it's, it's very interesting in terms of how, what they're missing. And also, mm. these guys are spending a lot of, you know, they're spending a lot of time on security issues and not on their core business. Yeah. Um, I've worked in the security industry for a while. I'm sometimes asked what advice would I have for an internet service provider that's looking to differentiate themselves from the pack and better serve small, small, small businesses while also making sure that they protect their subscribers. So I would tell them to invest and differentiate in a quality cybersecurity solution that really provides security from the gate, from the front door. It's mm -hmm. not just about offering an endpoint security solution to tick the security checkbox, but rather something that, that provides holistic solutions across that network. When your customers are infected because they didn't install the solution on some of their endpoints or the security camera became part of a botnet, it doesn't matter whether they offered your solution or not. They're going to blame the CSPs for inadequately protecting them, and there's going to be a customer success problem. There's going to be a return problem. There's going to be a customer dissatisfaction problem. Instead, ISP should take advantage of their main benefit. They control the front gate. They control the traffic and offer router-based security solutions that provide that from that front gate, from the, you know, from the business router for, for, for small businesses and, and also home, for, home router for, for consumers. Um, customers are looking for this, as we just discussed today. They're willing to pay for it. It's not simply a question of checking off the box. Do you have the service or not? It must be compelling. Subscribers may switch to a competitor if the competitor has a better offering, and we go into this in the survey. So, yes, I, and I admit I'm biased, but I also believe in it. So, yes, my advice for cons providers is to consider a solution such as Business Secure offered by a lot. Um, thanks, Stephen, for joining. I think there's a lot of insights in this report. We've only just scratched the surface. So thanks for joining. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. You can get more information about network intelligence and security solutions for service providers and enterprises on our website at alot.com. Subscribe to this podcast to make sure you hear about new trends and technologies on the next episode of A Lot On Air.